You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Tuesday, November 7th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today, we're talking about why you can't stop reading about daylight saving time. In the U.S., daylight saving time ends and the clock goes back one hour on November 5th. You know this. Google knows this. But here we all are, again. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. It was 1537 Greenwich Mean Time on a Thursday afternoon when we officially ran out of ideas. The request from the editors had been bouncing around for a couple of weeks. We need to write about the clocks going back. We groaned and tried to ignore it, but it kept resurfacing. Like time itself, the need was eternal. If you're not in the digital publishing business, you might not know this, but people absolutely love reading articles about the clocks changing. They are routinely among the biggest performing stories on the site and perhaps the purest distillation of how web traffic works in 2023. Find something that people are Googling and write about it so that when they Google it, they'll click on it. This is, of course, depressing, but we've been doing it for years, so much so that it's become a kind of joke. As a newsroom, we've attacked it from every possible angle. The clocks are changing for one of the last times ever. They should stop changing the clocks. They should stop changing the clocks to make us healthier and more productive. What if they abolish time zones and stop changing the clocks altogether? Of course, the most direct approach would be the easiest. When is Daylight Saving Time 2023? But at Wired, we try to add some context or some commentary or some scientific rigor to the proceedings. So we brainstormed. Matt Reynolds and the science desk suggested every time zone ranked. Coordinated universal time is clearly the OG time zone, he said, although he worried about that presenting a very Eurocentric view of the world. India and Sri Lanka would rank highly for being half an hour out of step with the rest of the planet. Proximity to the international dateline, we felt, added a sense of intrigue. Mountain time has the best name. In the UK, the clocks actually changed on October 29th, and a touch of mild sleep deprivation might explain the level of discourse on show here. I suggested interviewing the owner of a clock shop in the run-up to the big day when they had to reset thousands of antique timepieces by hand. Science writer Grace Brown offered to do a piece of gonzo journalism where she continued to live as if the clocks hadn't changed, turning up an hour late to everything, trying to get other people on side. A time insurgency. 
Of course, there are various serious points to be made. We've just made them all before. Changing the clocks twice a year is bad for people's health, for the economy, and maybe even for the climate. And there have been serious efforts to stop doing it in both the U.S. and Europe for years, only for these to continually stall. A study published late last year calculated that an extra hour of daylight in the evenings would save $1.2 billion a year in the U.S. by reducing road collisions. Darkness kills, says Steve Calandrillo, a University of Washington School of Law professor who studies the economics of daylight saving time. When he spoke to my colleague Amanda Hoover in March, the last time the clocks changed, most of the world does fine without the need to bend time to their will two times a year. Daylight saving time is a curiously Western phenomenon largely practiced in Europe and North America, as well as parts of the Middle East, some Australian states, New Zealand, Chile, and Paraguay. It's also broadly unpopular. 61% of Americans would get rid of it, according to a 2022 survey. The reasons for its existence, something to do with farmers, are no longer relevant for the majority of the population. Much like this article, its persistence is a sign of a wider malaise. Despite repeated expert advice to abolish daylight saving time, lawmakers are too ineffectual or distracted to get rid of it. Maybe one day they'll get there, or maybe we'll adopt a single universal time zone, or move to metric time, or hyper-local time, or Martian time. Maybe all our physical clocks will automatically be replaced with internet-connected ones that automatically update themselves. Maybe we'll become beings of pure energy moving outside time and space. Until then, though, daylight saving time and the thousands of articles about it are here to stay. And the clocks went back at 2 a.m. on Sunday, November 5th. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, Elon Musk announces Grok, a rebellious AI without guardrails. Checking in on Wired Science, the world's broken food system costs $12.7 trillion a year. And on Wired Security, where the hell is ex-CEO Linda Yaccarino? Listen to these stories and more at wired.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.